one of your favorite games you played as a kid in your family? Growing up, we played Boggle, Scrabble, Pictionary, and tons and tons of card games. Did you have that one game, you know, the one where you knew there was a fight to the finish so someone could walk away victorious? In our house, that game's name was Liverpool Rummy. Although pennies, nickels, quarters, and dimes wouldn't buy much of anything these days, the clinking harmony of coins in my glass savings jar were a means to an end, a winning end in a card game that required cash to buy in. In the Wojak household, or Wojak if you're putting a Polish spin on my maiden name, the lack of major prize purses on the line were irrelevant. The not-so-friendly competition among my siblings, my parents, and sometimes cousins, aunts, and uncles played out to the often recited refrain of, There is no family in cards. This sweet woman is an invisible boundary. Each one of us was in it to win it as we staked our territory, playing the hand that was dealt us. Playing against each other, covering our cards to prevent prying eyes from seeing what we were dealt, trying to get into the minds of our competitors without tipping our hat too soon, all in an attempt to deftly avoid a combined counteroffensive from the rest of the card sharks. Are you playing things close to the vest, stepmama? Are you endlessly exhausted with invisible boundaries in your stepfamily? You know, those boundaries that give you responsibility for step-parenting while simultaneously annexing all your authority? Are you dealing with toxic people draining your energy? Perhaps sparks of resentment are kindling in your heart due to a lack of kindness or feeling unseen in your stepfamily. Do you find yourself on the brink of divorce, re-divorce that is, and you don't see any other options than the one that involves a hefty investment in your lawyer's Lamborghini? Well then, you are exactly in the right place, stepmama. Hi there, I'm Jen, wife, mom, stepmom, Jesus girl, Liverpool rummy survivor, and certified professional life coach. I'm on a mission in 2023 to reach 12,000 stepmoms so they can stop walking on eggshells in their blended families and claim God's best for them, no matter the circumstances. Welcome to a sweet sanctuary for stepmoms. You're listening to the Bold and Blended Stepmoms podcast, the number one podcast for Christian stepmoms, and I'm your hostess with the mostess, Jen Rogers. In today's episode, number 179, We'll use spiritual night vision type goggles, if you will, to illuminate invisible boundaries so we can put words to what we need, what we want, and what we desire without zapping all our energy, experiencing endless guilt trips, and falling into the same traps over and over again. In our Facebook group, I asked women to share their questions about boundaries. But you won't be surprised to learn we've got a slew of questions to answer over the next several episodes. If you're not inside the group yet, take a quick second to click on the link in the show notes so you can join the sweet sisterhood of women who understand blending requires a willingness and a vulnerability to do things differently. Join us so you too can become equipped for the unique calling God has given to you as a stepmom, the special anointing and appointing of a sacred stewardship role to care for the children God has entrusted to you for such a time as this. All right, let's rock and roll with 179. Here's a question we got from Julie inside the Facebook group. How much or how often is physical affection with my husband, hugging, hand-holding, appropriate kissing, 
acceptable in front of these stepkids? How do I know if it's making them uncomfortable? I grew up in a traditional family, and my parents' affection toward one another made me feel safe. But can this have the opposite effect in a stepfamily dynamic? Julie, this is a great question. Before we dive into that specific question, let's start at the beginning, shall we? Let's define what a boundary is. I alluded to this in the intro. Those invisible boundaries in the card games. Everybody was playing their cards close to the vest. They were staking their territory. They were protecting their turf, which is very similar to what we experience when we blend families together. Everyone's thrown together inside of this blender, if you will. Have you ever noticed, by the way, on a blender, what some of the buttons are? Pulsate, chop, crush. (laughs) That's often what it feels like when we come together in our blend. The norms, the traditions, the experiences that we have, what we're expecting to happen, we often get the unexpected because we've never been together before. Even if we got together and did some fun things before we all moved in the house together, it's very different moving from dating to living together in the same household and establishing traditions among loyalty barriers and among the fear of the unknown. So a boundary is just like in that card game where we each staked out our own space. It's an invisible property line. Bill and I are currently in an Airbnb. I'm sitting outside recording this episode. My microphone is on my lap as my husband walks down the gravel road with our golden retriever, Rex. The four deer inside the property line are on full alert. The closer my husband and dog get to them, the more skittish they become before they take off. They don't distinguish one property line from another. However, they do distinguish that feeling of being safe. And that ties into Julie's comment about how safe she felt when she witnessed her parents displaying affection. So this property line, I don't know exactly where it begins and ends, but I have a pretty good idea of the boundaries. And I know if I were to cross over the electric fence, that would mean I'm outside the boundary line. I know past this tree line, that's where the neighbor lives. Who abruptly stopped my husband on his walk yesterday? Let me have him tell the story. Yesterday, I was taking a walk. The road that leads to the farmhouse is probably uh, a little under a half a mile long. So I decided to take a little prayer walk. I walked up the road and off the property down the main road for a little while. And as I was coming back, there was an SUV parked in the road that I turn on to get back to where we're staying. And there was a guy behind the door and he called out to me. He said, don't come any further. Don't come any closer. Do you have any weapons? And I raised my hands as if he had a gun or something, which he probably did. And I said, I'm staying down the road. He said, oh, at the Airbnb. Oh, okay. Okay, you can come. We just didn't know who you were. We've had some problems lately. So that was my experience with infringing upon somebody else's property. There's a sense of ownership and belonging. When boundaries are known, we take action to stay in bounds, or we consciously decide to violate the boundary. When boundaries are unknown, unclear, or inconsistent, we may be skittish like the four deer we are likely to feel uncomfortable. In some situations, we may be curious, or conversely, we may want to provoke and test the boundary line 
or outright reject it. Our kids and stepkids are no different. So the question is, are boundaries biblical? I can't help but think of the slew of curses found in Deuteronomy 28. Did you know Moses relays God's blessings in the first 14 verses, which are followed up by 54 verses of curses if you choose not to obey God's boundaries? Here's the evidence. God promises a reward for obedience. If you obey, God says, Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your herds, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. In case Moses' audience got distracted during that promise of blessing, Moses warns, If you will not obey the voice of the Lord your God, or be careful to do all his commandments and his statutes, the Lord will send on you curses, confusion, and frustration in all that you undertake to do, until you are destroyed and perish quickly on account of the evil of your deeds, because you have forsaken me. Are you curious about the full flu of curses? Read all 54 verses in Deuteronomy 28. The word no sets boundaries. God wants you to be clear about your no and your yes. See Matthew 5.37 and James 5.12. Before we revisit Julie's question together, let's put a boundary around creating a boundary. I promise it's easy to remember. There are four C's to creating boundaries at work for you. Be calm be clear, be consistent in Christ. Let's break down Julie's question piece by piece using the four C's. Part one, how much or how often is physical affection with my husband, hugging, handholding, appropriate kissing, acceptable in front of the stepkids? First, define how you want to show up when the boundary is in place. Calm. So, Julie, you might want to show up confident in exchanging affections, because physical intimacy makes you feel safe. Second, be clear on what you want. You might say, I want to kiss you and hold your hand in front of the stepkids without it feeling awkward. Third, identify how you would be consistent with this boundary in place. So consistency might be, whether the kids are with us or not, I want to regularly display my affection towards you, and I want you to return my affections. Fourth, seek God's word for your boundary. Avoid cherry-picking here. Scripture interprets scripture, so be sure your support is contextual. For example, you might look to Colossians 3.19. Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Or it could be 1 John 4, 7-8. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. And physical affection is an outward sign of an inward love. Here's the next part of Julie's question. How do I know if it's making them uncomfortable? Well, how do you think Julie could find the answer to this question? Some potential options are, just ask them. If the relationships are new, this may be better asked by their dad. Julie also mentioned that she grew up in a traditional family and her parents' affection towards one another made her feel safe. And she's wondering if this can have the opposite effect in a stepfamily dynamic. These are great questions. And that's a funny thing, or not so funny thing about blended families. Some traditional aspects of family life 
don't apply, and they play out quite differently. So Julie, you are spot on here to ask if this can have an opposite effect in your family dynamics. And with all things parenting, regardless of blending, the dynamic duo in the home are the husband and the wife. God has blessings for your marriage. And one aspect of that is the gift of sex and physical affection. And being fruitful and multiplying isn't about being a card shark and adding money to the clicking coins in the glass jar. No, no, no. Instead, it's a beautiful invitation to intimacy between you and your hunka hunka. Check out episode number 151, where I share the 15-minute conversation framework to schedule time with your man to talk to him about this very thing. Because the thing about boundaries is they must be communicated. Before you ask him to meet with you, complete the 4C framework so you have clarity on what you need and how you want to foster intimacy in your marriage. Without your marriage and genuine visible intimacy, love, and respect between you and your man, the kids will lose out on a beautiful testimony of God's second chance for you and your family. Next, I'm going to answer this question that was in the Facebook group. Is it reasonable to expect some intimate or private time with my husband uninterrupted? And how do I express this need without coming across as selfish? The same thing applies here to this question as what we just covered in the 4C framework and the importance of intimacy in your relationship. What you need, you must communicate your needs. The men, they don't know what they don't know. How could they know if you're not telling them what you need? This is your invitation to be bold and share with your man exactly what you need, exactly what it is that you desire, your level of intimacy, the frequency of your intimacy, how you connect best. And the two of you have a conversation about this so you can meet the other's needs. I think this is one of those things where sometimes I ask myself, is this a blended family thing or is this a family thing? And I think this is very much a family thing. This is very much a marriage thing. As in, when can you find the time? When do you carve out the time for intimacy in your relationship without the kids interrupting you? And I think that creates the opportunity to create another boundary. For example, can the kids walk into your bedroom anytime or is there a boundary around access to your room? So this creates the opportunity. When you have this conversation with your husband, this opens up the opportunity to answer some more questions about how you will protect this time. And let's be clear, this will not happen just off the cuff. This is something that you must plan for. You must decide to invest the time in creating boundaries for your relationship to protect your relationship and to make them known to the rest of the family. Okay, to recap what we have covered today, we have defined personal boundaries as invisible property lines. We contrasted invisible boundaries with visible boundaries. Think about the electric fence versus the trees on the property line. We shared some emotional responses to those boundaries, whether we're being confronted by the neighborhood watchman or the confusion or testing we can experience when boundaries are inconsistent. We looked to God's word to determine if boundaries are biblical, and ah, uh, yes, yes, they are. And we considered a couple of specific examples, Julie's question about physical affection and also creating a boundary around your intimacy, having private time away from the kids to nurture your marriage relationship. 
Next week, I'll be answering several more questions that were inside the Facebook group. So you still have time to join the Facebook group and submit your question. Or you can email us at friends at stepfamilypodcast.com and let us know what your question is that you would like answered on the show. Or you can click on the link in the show notes and leave a voicemail and just say, Hi, it's Susie Q. And I have a question about this. Did you know there are actually 10 laws for boundaries? We're going to cover that as we continue this series during the months of July and August, talking about all things boundaries. Those 10 laws are going to come from the expanded edition of Boundaries, When to Say Yes, How to Say No to Take Control of Your Life, written by Drs. Henry Cloud and John Townsend. I'll also respond to several questions that have come up inside the Facebook group. All right. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Jen Rogers, and I am so grateful for being in your earbuds today. If today's episode helped you, would you share it with a friend and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? Your five-star review is an important part of this movement to reach 12,000 women in 2023. P.S. If you are one of my Audible listeners, we have yet to have any reviews popping up on Audible. I would be so grateful if you began to leave reviews on Audible podcast. Thanks so much for letting me know that the podcast is there and you are listening on Audible. Hey, if you find yourself struggling in your blended family and you are on the brink of losing your mind, let's not let that happen. Head on over to stepfamilypodcast.com and find all the solutions that can help you right where you are, whether you're curious about transition day, whether you'd like one-on-one private coaching, or you're interested in some parenting methods that can work for you based on what's happening in your blended family right now. Head on over to stepfamilypodcast.com and check out all the offerings there. I can't wait to see your name pop up on the enrollment list. All right, I will catch you next week.